Welcome back to Get Outside with Kids. On today's episode, we're going to take things for a spin, literally. We're going to talk about getting your kids outside on two wheels and some of the reasons you might want to explore that and kind of some of our experiences, both our own kids on wheeled devices and kind of some of the neighborhood kids and what we've seen. When you take your kids for walks, it can be really frustrating with their tiny tiny legs hobbling along at a very slow pace. And it can be quite attractive to think of them on a bike moving along and actually being able to go at a proper pace. I think what we have both found is that getting your kids on the bikes can actually mean that you can actually cover some distance to get places once they're comfortable on it. So that's kind of what we want to talk about is getting started on a bike and our experience with that and how our kids have kind of really embraced it, I think. Key to it all, I think, has been just the familiarity with a bike. And I think a lot of that can come from actually knowing what a bike is because (laughs) if you think about when a kid's a baby and they've never seen another kid on a bike, all they've seen is maybe an adult on a bike. I don't think they really connect like an adult on a bike with their little tiny bikes that you hand them and you say, off you go, you can ride a bike now. And so I think one of the things that's really helpful is when a little little kid can, like a toddler, can see bigger kids on their bikes and it's less kind of far in the distance. It's, it's less of a jump for them to realize that they could also ride a bike. I've had friends who've, whose kids have, you know, not been able to spend much time around other children because of COVID or because of their housing situation or whatever it is. And when they've given their kid a bike, their kid's just like, what is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? I don't know. I'm looking at it, but I've got no idea. Whereas you think of like my second kid, for example, had watched her big sister on bikes and the kids around our house on bikes a lot. And when we handed her a bike, she couldn't even walk. And she was like, yes, yeah, I'm on. I'm ready to go. Trying to climb on the thing. She couldn't even stand up. She would... (laughs) (laughs) she just wanted to be with it. You know, she wanted to be pretending to sort of push it around because she could see the other kids doing it. So I think that's kind of the first step is like, make sure your kids have actually seen somebody on somebody, their own size on a bike so that they can sort of begin to see that they might also ride a bike one day. And then maybe think back, like bikes have changed so much since we were kids. Like when I was a kid growing up, I probably didn't get a bike. I feel like till I was like six, it feels like when I learned to ride a bike, just given how bikes were made back then. Um, and so the bikes we're kind of talking about today for toddlers and young children, if you've seen them, they're called strider bikes or uh, push bikes, I guess. So no pedals yet, just using their feet. And this style of bike didn't exist before. So often you waited till you were five, six, seven, eight to kind of get on your first bike and you probably had training wheels. And now, like Kate said, like, Kids might not even be walking yet and be kind of gravitating towards um, one of these very entry-level bikes um, that you can try out. For us, it was kind of the opposite. It was interesting. My oldest kid, by the time he was two, was super excited to try out. We had a Strider bike, was our first, um, like our first toddler-sized bike. Love the Strider bike. It definitely took a little bit of time to get going on the bike for sure. So we aren't saying, you know, give your two-year-old a bike and then you're off to the races by any means. It's going to take a lot of repetition to get in there. Um, And a lot of just time like on your street, back and forth on the very flat surfaces, but it's definitely worth the investment as soon as you can to get back to kind of a, like Kate said, like a more normal walking speed eventually. Interesting thinking back to when we were kids though, Jen, you're right. I didn't get a proper bike until I was six and it had training wheels on it. 
And when the training wheels came off, I remember I've got scars on my hands from when I fell off that bike because I didn't know how to ride a bike. And, you know, you sort of started out on a tricycle and then like everybody had tricycles when they were oh, little. Yeah, when I was a kid. tricycle. Remember I tricycles? That. They yeah. just don't, you don't really see them anymore because kids get on these little balance bikes with no pedals on them and off they go. So I think that, yeah, that having the right size bike has been really important. When I went to visit family in Australia a few years ago with my first kid, my mum had excited purchased a bike, a balance bike for my kid. And she pulled it out and was like, oh, she can join the big kids now. And it was too tall for my kid. And it was really heavy. It was one of those wooden ones because it was too tall for her and too heavy. It just really upset my kid. She was like, I wanted to get, I want to get on that, but I can't because I'm too little. And so having the right size bike helps to kind of match their enthusiasm. We got a really tiny one secondhand for our first kid. I think the brand is called Yvolution and it's actually got two wheels kind of side by side at the back. So it looks like a, a bike and they feel like they're riding a bike, but it's got a bit more stability because there's two wheels on the back, more surface area for the balance. And it's really small, that bike. It's like really, really short. And so I think my first kid, she would have been a little under two. My second kid, like I said, she wasn't even walking. She was like 12 months and she was like, that's my bike. I want to get on <laughs> And by the time she, my second kid was 18 months, she was on that little tiny thing a lot and trying, I mean, she wasn't really going anywhere, but she was very enthusiastic about it. And it helped us to just spend time outside. I think that's kind of one of the keys with it is when you're thinking, are we really going to go for another walk around the block? Are we really going to go for a walk to the park again? I can't really be bothered. If you have the option to be out with your kids on this on a street near you, maybe it's your driveway, maybe it's like us, like a shared alley out the front of your place, or even just a, a sidewalk or a footpath, it can be a lot of fun for the kids, but you don't have to go anywhere, which as a parent or a caregiver, you're like, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Like, I can't go to the frigging park again. <laughs> on Kate's street sometimes in the afternoon, especially in the summer, we'll like set up the camping chairs on Kate's driveway. We actually have some like pylons. Um, there's a little bit of through traffic, like not very much, but we have some pylon cones just set up just to kind of warn the drivers that might be coming home in the day. And then me and Kate can often just sit there with a cup of tea, maybe a glass of wine, and the kids can just do laps. So the kids are just doing laps around our little street. They're tiring themselves out and me and Kate get to just sit down, watch the kids and just actually have some relaxing time. But the kids are really burning all that energy outside. Yeah. So, I mean, in that case, it's actually a good thing when the little ones cut cover too much ground on their tiny, tiny bikes with their tiny legs because they can't get too far away from you before you have to stand up, put the glass of wine, sorry, cup of tea <laughs> down and <laughs> go after them. Um, so it is kind of good that they move slowly. Once our kid got a little bit bigger and outgrew the Yvolution tiny, tiny bike we had, we got a really lightweight, like aluminium. Sorry, if you're in Canada, you say <laughs> aluminium. Come on, Kate, we're in Canada now. <laughs> aluminum, um, aluminum. Thank you very much. Al aluminum bike. And it was really, really light. I think it's like a pound or two. And it was, it's the kind of bike that when your kid gives up, cause you've gone, you've decided to go for the big bike ride around the block and your kid gives up, you can carry the bike in one finger while you haul your kid in your other arm. And it's really, really super lightweight. So I think if you were looking to pick up a bike, um, a little balance bike for your kid, make sure you go for the lightest possible one you can. I think those little wooden ones can be really heavy 
I mean, it might be good if you have a kid who's kind of on the shorter side and is strong, but my kids were not strong. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think, I mean, nowadays there's so many like beautiful balance bikes. And I think of all like the well-meaning grandparents who want to buy like the beautiful trendy wooden balance bike. And the reality is they're very, very heavy. So unless you're only ever going to stay on your street and never leave sight of your house with them, they're often quite impractical. Um, I mean, just today, literally today, I, you know, I walked, uh, I walked to daycare and I brought the, the balance bike for my toddler and the scooter for my older kid. I can no longer bring his bike. His bike is now too big. So I've got two kids, two wheel devices, and I brought the stroller because I had to wheel both these devices there. And in my head, I'm like, I know we're probably not going to make it home. So there I am with the stroller and a, a scooter and a balance bike all together. And sure enough, I get to daycare and we only make it halfway home before one kid wants to ride in the stroller, then the other, then he wants to walk, then the big kid could sit in the stroller. And I mean, our daycare for reference is about one kilometer from our house. It is not very far. So even now, if I'm managing two kids on my own, I know there's a good chance I'm going to end up carrying some stuff. So I'm always thinking about what's like the lightest possible combination of things I could bring with me. Because if my two-year-old does decide he doesn't want to walk, then I know I'm going to have to carry the bike. That being said, we did implement a rule. So our older kid, when he got his first um, like pedal bike, his very big special pedal bike, we did implement a rule that said to take the pedal bike out, you have to pedal at home. Uh, because that was the first time where he was about three and a half, four, when we had to implement that rule uh, because we had two kids. And because if I was on my own with him or if I was out with both kids, I physically now could no longer carry the pedal bike home and him home and the second kid home. So you kind of have to know your kid to, to make that work. And we had a few, um, oh gosh, we had a few days where the pedal bike was down and he was down and we had to just lay on the sidewalk <laughs> for a little while. But that was really hard. It was really hard when we got to a point where now his bike, you know, he's five and a half and he has a much bigger bike and I can't just, you know, chuck it on my back and carry it home again. Yeah, you can't carry those pedal bikes. So your options are like, try and ride it like a clown, like with your knees up. <laughs> and like, that's funny for about three seconds. And your kid's like, oh, look at you riding my bike. And then you're like, I'm going to break everything, mostly my body, but also their bike. You can't really pick them up because they're too heavy once they've got pedals and a chain and everything on them. So I actually, you know, for going for those longer trips when my kid was starting to ride her pedal bike, which again, she was about three and a half and she was very, very confident on a balance bike before we switched her to a pedal bike. But when she was kind of transitioning and trying out the pedal bike, I'd encourage her to take the balance bike out because if we were any distance more than zero meters from our house and she gave up, I couldn't carry that pedal bike home and I didn't want to. <laughs> but the, the super light aluminium pedal bikes, the balance bikes are awesome. They're really easy to just hook over the handle of your stroller. And then you can, if the kid's given up and they want to sit in the stroller on the way home, you don't even feel it. They're so light. So um, yeah, I definitely look for that. Another thing to look for when you're looking for a balance bike for your kid, if you have more than one kid and or you have your kid playing with a lot of other kids around, it can be really useful to have an easy adjust seat, you know, like a seat that goes up and down with like one of those easy flips on it. Because I see this happen all the time. My older kid wants to ride it. Then my younger kid wants to ride it. And my older kid's like, oh, it looks fun again. I want to do it. And then the neighbor kid wants to play with it as well. And we put that seat up and down a lot. I mean, it's not a big deal, but if you can get one with those easy adjust 
um, handles, it can be a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed, if you have two children, almost regardless of their age gap, the tiny, tiny bike that they have grown out of that they definitely will never play with because they're so big now. The minute your second kid now gets on that tiny little bike, oh gosh, they're desperately going to want to ride that tiny bike again. You know, we've seen it happen time and time again, where I'm like, you don't even fit on the tiny like not even bike anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's comical, but they want to give it a spin because it's out and it looks fun again. Um, and we're fortunate where we live. We had to have a whole, you know, a whole gang of kids often outside and everyone's swapping bikes and scooters and they're all going around. So yeah, being able to adjust it is a really, really nice way to look at it. Another reason we really liked getting kind of our toddler on the balance bike early was it actually enabled us to do some of the easy hiking trails here. Um, there are some trails here that are quite flat and they might be too difficult on it on an actual pedal bike, but on that balance bike where they can kind of just walk through it and it's light enough to carry, we've actually managed a lot of longer trails than we could have done just walking and hiking. Back in the day, locally here, there's a trail called Crystal Falls. Note, it is no longer open to the public, but it was at the time that we oh, hiked it. Crystal Falls. <laughs> I, I miss that hike. That this was is such one a of good the- hike. It's like the victim of COVID, one of the early victims, because the trailhead was like on a residential street and the residents on that street were like, we can no longer park at our house because everyone's at Crystal Falls. But it was that was like our first mat leave kind of hike. We did that so yeah. many times. It's a beautiful hike and it was nice because it's truly flat. Like it's a almost completely flat trail, but really beautiful in nature, sometimes muddy. That the one thing it yeah. can be quite muddy. That's what you get with a flat trail, a lot yeah. of mud. <laughs> But I want to say it was about six or seven kilometers return. So it's something in that distance. Is I mean, it? easy if it's a, yeah, it is about six or seven return. Now it's so flat that as an adult walking it, it'd probably be 45 minutes to the waterfall or maybe an hour at the most and an hour back. But then you add a two-year-old or a three-year-old to that and it could feel like days to get to the waterfall at the end. And so we often brought um, our oldest son's uh, balance bike because then he could balance bike there. And now we're walking or hiking, you know, at quite a good clip. And on the way back, if he did get a bit tired, we could easily carry that balance bike. So it actually opened up hikes when we were kind of transitioning out of the backpack, trying to hike a little bit longer longer uh, that we could find a lot of trails or we could go farther now because he was on the balance bike. Yeah, it's a good point. I think the last time I did that hike, we didn't make it. We had to turn around. So I'm like, there's no way my <laughs> there's no way my eldest kid hiked that far. And then from memory, she didn't. We had to turn around. So anyway, yeah, I like the idea of taking the bike like that. Um, you know, we've even taken ours up to the supermarket up here to the store. And I mean, when they're really small, they can kind of get away with riding their bike into the shop. I think as they get older, that starts to be like a little less cool. But it can make something that's like a real chore, like going doing running errands, more interesting if they can take their bikes with. <laughs> And if you've got one kid in a stroller and your other kid with you on a bike, it is a lot easier for them to roll along on their bike. Even if you need to push them a little bit, I'd still rather push them on a bike than have them try to walk along and hang off your arm, pulling your shoulder out of a socket. So I, I way rather they brought their bike, um, even if I have to push them across the roads. I think the biggest thing for me is... Um is how early you can start exposing children to bikes. Um, number one. So if you do have even a one-year-old or one and a half-year-old, it's it's probably already time or you could be thinking about starting them on one of those teeny tiny balance bikes. And given, I mean, at least where we live, there are so many bikes secondhand that you can buy. So I don't, you don't necessarily have to go out and buy the most expensive bike. That's not the objective here. We found all of our bikes secondhand always to this day. Um, my husband's a bit of, I feel like a bike connoisseur. I feel like. Yeah, your have- bikes are really nice. We're like, okay. 
cool. This one costs 20 bucks, whatever. But yeah, your husband puts a lot of work into finding the yeah, very we nice have ones. Bought and sold so many bikes secondhand. It's, it's a little bit, um, feels a little bit ridiculous, but we, we have never lost money on a bike yet. He always <laughs> likes to find out the latest and greatest kids bike. It's kind of his thing. And there's, there's lots available. And then if you start to do the math on, you know, we're going to use it for two kids and potentially still sell it at the end of it. You know, we're not really spending that much money on it upfront, given the the lifetime investment of what we're going to do with it and still be able to pass it on or sell it at the end because bikes really do keep their value. Um, You know, I feel like our kids have, I mean, they're biking every day and I feel like they're running their bikes into the ground. And at the end of the day, they're still in great shape. Yeah. I think that is something to keep in mind with little kids starting out on bikes so much younger these days is that they're going to go through, they're going to outgrow them a lot faster. You know, I think in my whole childhood, I probably had three bikes or something. Whereas my now five-year-old has already been through through four, I think she's onto her fourth bike. So it's just something you need to accept. And it's been a lot easier to accept that when they've been secondhand, because you just, you're, you're kind of always looking for their ne- next size up because they, they're growing so fast at this age. Yeah, no, it, it's been fun. I mean, and, and not everyone's going to go right from a balanced bike to no um, training wheels. But we have found, I think in our cases, that because we spent so much time on the balance bike and we started the kids so young on the balance bike that we just went straight to a pedal bike for at least our older child so far. Obviously, we'll see how our next children do. Um, and the, the transition was very easy. Like It was like an afternoon. In fact, my, my son's birthday is in January. And so we thought, oh, like for a spring present, he'll be just over three. It was early COVID days. We'll get him up. We'll, you know, we'll upgrade to the pedal bike. And this will probably take us all spring to teach him how to ride while it's COVID. We're all at home doing nothing. So again, my husband spent weeks looking for the perfect first pedal bike secondhand and he found one. And then in one afternoon, my husband took him outside on our street. And that was it. And one afternoon he could ride a pedal bike. It definitely took a few more weeks to finesse, you know, the turns and speeds and a few things like that. But the basics of like up on the pedal bike, pedaling away uh, was so fast that I was like, oh, well, what are we going to do now for the rest of the early <laughs> lockdown days? It didn't take up as much time as we were hoping. And then they can also, I mean, once they feel confident on a pedal bike, they can really get away from you as well. So I feel like the, there's kind of a sweet spot there where they can ride a balance bike, but they can't ride it too fast. Um, and so you can actually kind of walk at a reasonable pace next to them while they're sort of balancing along on their bike. And when you said that, I just had this horrible flashback when you said, oh yeah, those early days of COVID, because that's when in like March and April of 2020 is when my kid got really, really good on her balance bike because we had nothing else to do. So she, for that whole summer from March all the way through to September, she rode her balance bike every single day. And I don't know if you remember the video, Jen, of her coming screaming down this hill onto the bridge and she got this wobble and the whole bike was wobbling. I was like, oh my God, she's going to die. There's no way she's going to survive this. And she recovered and didn't even blink, didn't bat an eyelid, just kept going. And I was like, oh, Oh, okay. Um, so because that she spent so much time on it, the same with us, when she transitioned at the end of that summer to a pedal bike, she just went, she just kind of, you know, she was really used to the motion, which is hilarious. Cause I was like, we said like six and a half and I had my training wheels come off and she was, she was three and a half and she was riding a pedal bike. I think overall it's really good if you can expose them to bikes early. They're more likely to kind of take to it from what I've seen of the the friends who I've had whose kids have got onto bikes early. It's been a really great way for them to get outside and spend more time outside without their parents going crazy because they have to carry them all the time. And that the more confidence they get on it, that just the the more confident they're going to be switching to a pedal bike and then they start to go really fast. 
they can start to have a lot of fun in the bike park as well. With just my older kid, when we finally could go places without a stroller and we just took bikes, like either one bike or two bike, depending on how many kids. And it, oh my gosh, the freedom in that moment of like, we don't have a stroller. We're going to go to the park. You're going to ride your bike. I know you can get there. Maybe I'll bring a little backpack of snacks or just a few in my pocket, but no stroller. And we can go at like a a pretty quick pace. You know, we're not like just toddling along. Oh my gosh. I mean, me and Kate, we're still in the stroller days right now with our second kids. Like I feel like we're close, but it's still going to be a little while. Uh, But certainly I feel like the sooner you can get your kid on a bike, you can just move at a better pace, which means like, oh, like quickly popping out to the park in the afternoon or after work doesn't feel like such a task anymore because instead of thinking like, oh, it's going to take, you know, 20 or 25 minutes to get there. It's like, oh, we could be there maybe in like five minutes if we really bike really fast. You know? I remember that realization of how close the park is when my kids started riding her pedal bike. And she, like you said, it was like, it's two minutes away. And I was like, oh, well, normally there's like 10 meltdowns and there's somebody being picked up and there's, you know, but yeah, you can move so much faster. It is very liberating feeling. We'll touch maybe a little bit more on the pedal bike before we wrap up here today. Um, some of the things we kind of just alluded to was the minute you give your kid a pedal bike, they can go very fast. So yes, it was. it is great if you can get your kid on a pedal bike early from a speed thing, but you also have to know your kid and how well they're going to listen. Uh, there have been a few terrifying <laughs> moments. Well, we, we think about sometimes when we're out with our oldest kids and especially the kids together, they just egg each other on and we look around a corner and they're gone. Now, luckily where we are, when they're usually together on their bikes, we're on a, a path or a trail away from traffic, but that might not always be the case. So depending on where you're biking and the streets you might have to cross or where that traffic is going to be, it might almost be like, nope, sorry. I know you probably could ride a pedal bike, but we're not going to yet because we're not in a place where we can trust that you have to listen. So, I mean, even to this day, my oldest son, he has never run across the street yet. I still Every time before an intersection comes, you have that moment of like, please don't just pedal away across the street, but you really have to kind of know your kid. And we talked about it a ton about the responsibilities of having a big kid bike. So it was kind of one of the things when we we kind of made it a big deal when we gave him the big kid bike and we kind of had like the big kid code, like you have to listen and you have to stop and you can't ride away from mommy or daddy or, you know, your other, your other caregivers. Um, You have to, you have to stay with us because you can go so (laughs) fast now that we can't keep up. And especially if you have a second kid, which we often did, I'd have my second kid either in the carrier or in a stroller. And I mean, I literally couldn't catch up to him. Um, It only happened a couple of times. And then there was one time where we took the bike away for a weekend to really make the point of like, nope, if you don't listen, the bike has to go away. And if we're not ready to listen to the bike rolls, it has to go away. Um, So just know your kid in that sense too. And if you don't feel ready, then then don't do it. You've got to do what's right for you. Yeah. In that case, holding onto the balance bike is a good thing. I do kind of miss the days of the balance bike just hooking. And we had a double stroller as well. You hook the balance bike over, strap both kids into the double stroller and you could get home so fast. But, you know, this is the, we, we should be celebrating our kids' interest in these things. The other thing is some kids are not interested in bikes. So you might've listened to all this and been like, my kid hates the bike though. And, you know, in that case, if that's not a priority for you, there's no reason why a three and a half year old needs to be riding a pedal bike. <laughs> You know, they're not missing out on some life opportunity. It's just something that we like doing with our kids. And like we say, gives us another activity to spend more time outside. So it's like the default activity for us when we're trying to think of something to do, even if it's just on our driveway here um, and not really going anywhere. No, I think that's a good point, Kate, just to kind of wrap up with our second kid. 
Um, we were really surprised because he likes to copy everything his older brother does, like, you know, everything except for biking in the beginning. In the beginning, he wouldn't get on the bike. My husband went out and bought him a new special bike. He tried all kinds of different bikes, make sure it was the right size, refused to go on it. Um, and then, of course, I'm looking around at a lot of our neighbors. We have the same age kids. And so I'm looking around, Kate, at, at your daughter and our other neighbor's son who are already on their balance bikes and they're like so fast and they're doing amazing. And my two year old, wasn't really on the bike yet. And then I take a step back and be like, he's literally two. Like he's literally two. He's not behind in life because he doesn't know how to balance. Jen, is he ready for the Tour de France yet? Like, isn't this an appropriate goal for a (laughs) two-year-old? So it's also good to keep some perspective. I think we've kind of alluded to and other things that um, there's so much pressure to feel like you have to sometimes keep up with different activities and that there's things you have to do. And so again, if your two-year-old or three-year-old or eight-year-old isn't interested in biking, also fine. Now, after a little bit of prodding, he's now two and a half. And today, yes, he's more interested in the Strider bike and actually has some pace on it. So we're actually moving. Um, and it's been nice to see that progression, but always just a good check to be like, he'll get there when he gets there or he'll choose his own path and do his own thing too. But we certainly enjoy the bikes and have tried to encourage them so that we can at least get to places a little bit faster. Yeah. I think for us, it's just a tool to spend more time outside. Our kids like it and it works for us, but uh, you do you. If that's if you're listening and you think my kid still hates bikes, then maybe there's another, another toy, another thing that you can use to get outside and spend more time in fresh air with them instead. Perfect. Well, thanks for listening for today. We will link a few of the bikes that we've mentioned and a few of our favorites in the show notes. So if you are looking to get started on two wheels, uh, just check out the show notes below. And of course, we'd love for it to hear from you over on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids. Make sure you subscribe to Get Outside With Kids wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids. We hope you'll follow along on our journey.